Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. dark travels hostess so tonight we're going to talk about a form of travel that we actually have not touched down on but we're going to start on some level so in case you haven't heard this bunny is going on a cruise come september and believe it or not cruises are a form of vacation that people truly, truly enjoy. In fact, it is estimated about 30 million people take a cruise for some length of time, about every year. And I have been on three separate cruises. And and just, that's the thing. So when you do traveling and when you do different forms of traveling, you could speak from the experience. Now, my experience is actually very limited in essence of... The only cruise company I have ever taken a cruise on is actually Disney. And the September cruise will actually be a Disney cruise. And I have not seen anything that has caught my attention. I mean, I don't look at other cruise lines because I'm extremely happy with the way Disney does its cruises and how things have operated for the Disney Cruise Line. So as you guys know, last year I went to Puerto Rico and then did a cruise and that was a Disney cruise. And prior to that, I did a cruise to down the coast of Mexico. was not very long, but it was a good, good little trip. But my first one was actually to Nassaro in the Bahamas and Castaway Cay, which is an island owned by Disney. Now, I'm not a sponsor for Disney. Disney's not paying for this free advertisement. But this is my experience. And when I look at other cruises, I don't know. Part of what, for instance, you know, Jeff and I will actually watch videos of cruises videos of cities places to see and recently i've been a little addicted to some of the train rides but husband jeff will occasionally venture over and check out other cruise lines because he's actually been on different cruise lines and apparently a couple of companies have come out basically with these mega ships and i have to tell you These do not appeal to me for a variety of reasons, actually. Number one, I am a Gen X kid, which means I was raised with the movie Poseidon. Gene Hackman, there was an earthquake in Mexico that triggered a huge tsunami, and it tipped over a cruise ship. Well, these mega ships look very top-heavy to me, and I could just see a tsunami hitting it and... Then it's the the live version of the Poseidon all over. 
But also, these mega ships mean mega people. And I don't see that as relaxing. I see that as having to fight for a, 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 a lounge chair at the pool. I see it as, you know, waiting long lines for the buffet or for restaurants or what have you. And that is not appealing to me on any level. So if you're interested in cruises, if you are, are a little nervous about, you know, what should you do, what is a good idea, you know, kind of foreplanning the, the idea of what works, in my opinion, is what we're going to talk about tonight. So I'm going to share my top 13 tips that you just learn as you go. And as I tell my children, you can learn the hard way or you can learn the easy way, just because <laughs> I'm going to save you a lot more time if you opted to listen to what I have to say. And of course they don't listen. So anyways, so these are my top 13. Number one, check your route. Okay. Your port of calls. It's advisable to do the Caribbean in the winter because it's extremely hot even then. And like Alaska in September, which is exactly what I'm doing. I'm going to Alaska in September. So Check out your routes. Are these routes where you're going to melt? Are these routes you're going to freeze and not enjoy yourself? And check out the port of calls. Are these places that strike your fancy? Are these places that just don't really look appealing? So, you know, it, it, it pays to do research. Now, once you've decided on a, a cruise, you're happy with the date and time of year, you're solid, when you look at a cruise ship, some of them, like the Disney Cruise, and again, I am not promoting them. I'm just speaking from my experience. They give you the option of finding a room. So tip number two. When you're looking for a room, it might initially come across as a great idea to have your cabin near an elevator. It's not. They have hundreds of people on board, and they use the elevator. So <laughs> it might be convenient that your room is right around the corner, but at 12 o'clock at night when people are still parting it up, getting out and about, celebrating this, that, and the other, it's not as convenient. So when you select a room, just kind of consider all your factors. And the other thing is that there are actual videos of people, so like, I've seen a few of people who recommend certain areas, certain decks, certain positions on the ship. So a lot of people will film that. And so it might be to your best interest to take a look and see what they suggest. So for instance, Jeff and I took a look at a, a video of a lady who suggested, you know, certain rooms or why certain rooms have a higher quality than others and areas of the ship versus decks. Because some, you know, obviously they have multiple decks. So when you decide and one of the best things you can do is to kind of do a little research in selecting a room. That's number two. Number three. Now you're kind of thinking about what to pack. Again, Disney will give you a lanyard because they give you a like a credit card for your cabin room. 
And so it's just convenient that everyone just wears their lanyards. But not all cruises do this. And so it would be advisable to find a lanyard that you like, put some pretty pins on it, and use it as your car carrier because it's just very, very convenient. So lanyard, extra band-aids, sunscreen for everybody, aspirins, and obviously clothes, but clothes that are appropriate for the day or the type of weather you're going to anticipate. Now, sometimes some of the cruises will have a special dinner, like dinner with the captain. So you're obviously going to want to wear something that is appropriate for dinner with the captain. On some of the Disney cruises, they sometimes have what they call pirate night or costume night, some sort of theme night that you may want to pack something that is appropriate for that special night. Or like if, for example, you're going to a higher class type of restaurant, you're obviously going to want to dress for that occasion. Now, some cruises will allow you to bring your own drinks. Disney does this, but it's best to always double check, check their rules right before you leave before in case they change it. But for instance, like you can bring champagne or wine, but like unopened bottles and they only allow a certain number, like six beers. You can only bring six beers on a Disney cruise and or every port of call. So you want to, if, if bringing your own alcohol is something that's important to you, obviously do your research because you don't want something being commandeered and you just spent a lot of money on that bottle of wine or champagne. And so just kind of, you know, do a quick research or call and ask. They usually have a customer service hotline that is available. Now, other things to consider, such as, I know for a fact the Disney Cruise does offer the opportunity to provide transfers from your hotel to the the ship and from the ship to the airport. These can be a little bit more expensive than, say, regular companies. So do your homework. Do your comparison because the other thing I know that Disney does also offer is they help try and find the best or most opportune airplane tickets. But this all comes with a price. So again, do your research. Could save you a dollar or two or more. And you know, with inflation these days, <laughs> everything counts. Now, one of the other things that the cruises tend to offer are onboard classes. And typically what happens, especially for the Disney cruise, is once you've paid off your Disney, there's a date where you can start enrolling into classes. So we're talking mixology classes for the adults. We're talking, you know, a bourbon class, a whiskey class, cooking class, crafty class. I mean, just a variety of different classes that are offered. But these do tend to be extra. And... So that is something that you may want to kind of look at once they're available because as of right now, it's not available for us to check out, but it is something for us to keep in mind when the date becomes available. Now, the other thing, when you are on the ship, when they go to port of calls, they do have excursion options. So tip number five, number six, we're kind of just going along. So number four is, you know, do your research on the extras for the planes. Number five is explore all board options for classes. 
That is not negotiable. The price for the classes on the ship is not negotiable, but it is something that might be appealing to you. Number so, but getting back to number six, shore excursions. Here's the deal: all cruise ships tend to offer, a, you know, companies that will do excursions. Sometimes it's their own company, but chances are those excursions are a little bit more pricier because everyone gets kicked back. However. If there is an excursion that is not associated with the ship and your excursion runs late, the ship's not going to wait for you. So there's kind of that. You want to be very careful. I would prefer to be back on the ship at least an hour before the ship's supposed to sail. That way I'm comfortable on the ship and I'm solid on the ship because you would be responsible for either getting your way to the next part of call or somehow getting back home when the ship arrives and you get your stuff. So we've all seen those videos, guys. We've all seen those videos of people running, the people on board screaming to run faster, to those who were 45 minutes late. And I'll be honest, those people are fucking rude. There was a time they're not going to wait for you. You are not that special. And for you to have the thought that, oh, they'll wait. No, you're not special. So don't be rude. You're not special. I don't I don't appreciate people who have that mentality. I don't. But is it possible that these excursions that are not through the cruise ship cheaper? Absolutely. But again, with everything else, you want to do your research. Okay, number seven. One of the things I do recommend is getting there a day or two before you board your ship. Now, this can be a little iffy. So, for instance, we went to San Diego. We, we actually flew, because we're in California already, we actually just flew down to San Diego. And it was six hours between the time that we landed and the time we could board the ship. Well, it was a 15-minute, I did not know how close, I did not realize how close the airport was to the actual boarding dock. It was 15-minute drive, if that, to, from the airport to the boarding dock. And we had to wait. So with our luggage. So one of the things I do kind of recommend is maybe getting there a day or two before and exploring and kind of getting to know the city because we had to move about with our luggage, which was not necessarily a pleasant experience. Now with Puerto Rico, it was a slightly different scenario. The ship left on Monday and we flew out on Friday, giving us Saturday and Sunday to explore Puerto Rico. And that was, I think, the best option. Now, one of the other things is because a lot of these port towns where the ship leaves, some certain hotels will kind of give you extras, like free rides from the hotel to the ship or hold your luggage because they know you're getting on the ship. So it would be to your advantage to check out a couple of hotels and see what some of these extras that they might be offering in regards to you getting on a ship. All right, number eight. One of the best things you can do is learn what's included and what's not included before you get on the board. So for instance, alcohol, is you're, you're going to pay for that. doesn't matter. But they do sometimes will offer like packages, okay? Certain restaurants, 
some specialty restaurants, you will have to pay extra for. I mean, if you stayed with a regular meal or what have you, then that would be included in some, not all, cruises. So again, are your meals included? Do you have to pay extra for this restaurant or that restaurant? Do you have to make reservations for, again, Disney does it all. I don't, unless we go to a specialty restaurant, then it's all inclusive. But that is not necessarily accurate for all of the cruises. And so you just want to double check what's included, what's not included, because that's going to help with your budget. Now, one of the restaurants Disney has is called Palo. That is not included. That is extra. But we did go to the restaurant because it was actually our anniversary. So here again, it's just you just got to do a little bit of research. What's included, what's not included, so that you know in, in terms of a, a decent budget. Number nine. Now, this is something I actually learned kind of the hard way. Make sure you have a little carry-on bag because you're going to want to release the bulk of your luggage. Now, I did not understand this the first time I went on any cruise, on a Disney cruise, and I lugged my all of my luggage around for hours on the ship. And I looked ridiculous doing it, but I didn't understand. It was just best to have a little carry-on with, like, your documentation, a book, sunglasses, sunscreen, bathing suit, just things you're just going to need for a couple of hours while they load your luggage and take your luggage to your room. So it's okay to let go of the big suitcase. <laughs> You'll find it in your room. And again, you could trust me on this or you could lug your luggage around. So, okay. Number 10. Once you're on board, it is feasible, it is wise to walk the, the ship Find out where everything is that is essential to you. Okay, what does, what does that mean? So, for instance, the Disney ships that we had been on, most of the adult activities were at the, the north of the ship, the front of the ship. And sometimes you just forget where, which direction is which on a ship. But Disney has this thing where all the, the stars on the floor, carpet, the carpeted flooring, the stars point north. So I knew every time I walked out of my room which direction was north or aft or forward of the ship. See, I don't even know the names. But I knew that if I followed that direction, I would find a pub, okay, where all the adult-related parts are, places are. So I knew that. So basically, knowing where everything is. Walk around. You're going to be on this thing. It's essential to know where things are. And if you're like me, you like to do trivia, and they host trivia in different parts of the boat, to get there kind of quickly, you need to know what the fastest route is. That's essential. I love trivia, and I love bingo. I Those are my things. So knowing where they're hosting the different types of trivia and the bingo are essential to me. All right, number 11, download the cruise app. I was real hesitant to do this, but the thing is, is that you can get a lot of information from the apps, okay? And you don't necessarily need to have Wi-Fi working in order to have it because they kind of, it's all preset. 
However, having said that, number 12 is always check the daily itinerary because sometimes things change. Now, when you have trivia going on at different times, having the app, having the itinerary in front of you is very, very beneficial. If you have a class you need to get to, a mixology class that you've been looking forward to, that's essential to know because it's right there. It's on the app. What room you're supposed to be at? What time? So that's number 12. Check your daily activities. All right. Final tip is tip. (laughs) You are going to be subjected to tipping. Don't be a dick. All right. Now, I'll be honest. I think I do have with the Disney Cruise Line, I do have a little bit of a, I don't know about how I feel about this. So Disney will leave you envelopes for you to either fill out a slip or put cash in. They'll leave these envelopes in your room the morning of, okay? And my my one, mm, I don't know about how I feel about this, is you, you get two essential waiters that follow you around every restaurant. So because you get seated, again, I'm just talking about my experience at Disney, you get seated with the same group of people. So if you have a huge group who hopefully people you like, that's good. But you get the same waiters everywhere you go. So you have to tip your waiters. You got to tip your cleaning staff. Then you got to tip a couple extra people. And then one extra person I'm kind of like eh, about is the restaurant hostess. Like, I I call him Guido. I got to tip Guido because who is this guy? You may never see who Guido is. You may never even pick him out on a lineup. But there's an envelope for him. And you're just kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this. What did Guido do for me? I don't know. So I do have that little tiff, but it is what it is. And I pay it. Guido gets, gets my money. But the other thing to be mindful of is double tipping. Sometimes the gratuity is already in the receipt, already in the overall price. So if you add, if you give another tip, that's something to be very mindful of. You want to make sure you're not double tipping. And they do set it up that way. So... Just be careful. Now, a lot of times the cruises will come with like a, a, a internet package or, because you're out to see there's no Wi-Fi unless you buy it from the cruise line. I personally don't. Like Disney will give you like 13 megabytes. I don't, I don't even know what that is. I don't know what to make. I don't really know how it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It makes me mad. But there are packages for me. I'm just kind of like, eh, I, I'm on vacation. I don't really want to know. If it's important, we'll find out, okay? If the Russians launch, we'll find out. Really, in Alaska, we will find out. So this is something to consider. Do your research. If you're comfortable with their pricing. Or if you're like me, I'm on vacation. This, these emails are not important. If something unfortunate happens to my house, there's nothing I can do while on a ship in the middle of the ocean. That's just, I don't really want to know. I'll find out when I land or get off the boat, my Wi-Fi comes back, and then I'll have my panic attack. Now, the other thing that tends to happen, and it is something to consider, is a lot of times they will give a discount rate if you book another cruise whilst on this cruise. And 
again, it's something to consider, especially if you really enjoyed your cruise and the cruise line. Now, one of the things I will say about Disney is, even though there's a lot of kids and it is geared towards kids, they do have adult sections only. And I have seen Disney cast members enforce this. I was at the adult pool. Grandma decided to bring granddaughter over. The cast member tried to explain to grandma, this is this is for adults only. Grandma kind of threw a little fit about it, but they left. And they are pubs and, and bars strictly for adults. And there are certain activities strictly for adults, as it should be. It's just there is other places you can go and be kid-free, even on a Disney cruise. And again, I'm not being endorsed by Disney, but Disney cruises are the only ones I have ever sailed on. And yes, I do recommend because I'm going back. I'm going back in September. All right, so I'm very excited about the Disney cruise scenario. And again, if you have any questions or would like some more tips or what have you, send us an email at where the dark corners are at gmail.com. All right, that is what I have for you for tonight on to business. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. We have a Facebook page. And if you are curious and or interested and would like to join, send us a request. But in the meantime, if you have a serial killer, a theme, a place you'd like for us to provide a paranormal itinerary, send us requests again at the email where the dark corners are at gmail.com. So until next time, please remember only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is where we hope to meet you where the dark corners are. <laughs> <laughs>